Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Nathan Brown is here, and he is very calm. How are you? Let me get your microphone on, then it'll help. That'll help immensely. Checking one, two. Yeah, sorry. It's amateur hour. <laughs> no, doing great. Good to see you. Yeah, glad to be here, guys. Um, we were just marveling. We were talking about uh, the videos you guys push out over the summertime. Coach Fodio does a great job with your guys in the off-season training, and the uh, split squat is our favorite. It is, looks like the most impossible thing, especially some of the weight your guys are moving. Do you? I mean, you've seen a lot of these big dudes and strong dudes through the years. But uh, do, do you still get astounded by some of the stuff you see in there? I do. I'm thankful I don't have to do it. <laughs> Can no you imagine? I mean, you told me one day. I asked you, and I was surprised by your answer. You said, I said, would you rather lift or run? And you said you'd rather run. Yeah. I, you know, lifting's just one of those things. Of course, you know, playing the position of quarterback. You know, and, and really, I, I was toward the, I guess, the front end of this, you know, era of really focusing on weights. I mean, like, there was, you know, you've always, you know, lifted weights and all that stuff, but even throughout high school, weights weren't a big deal when, you know, when I was playing. But, like, uh, weights, I mean, that's 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 part of your livelihood as a football player nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, literally, we spend more time in the weight room than we do on the practice field. And that, and, 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 and you have to because you're going to play teams that uh, obviously put an emphasis on it. And Coach Fadio and his staff, man, they're amazing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I'll tell you what, he is he's as valuable a piece to our, our program and really not just football but our athletic department uh, as there probably is uh, at, at our school, you know. Who is the strongest team y'all have ever played? You know, you, you tend to that, – that, that, that's relative, but I, I, I usually lean on those those northern, you know, those those playoff games. You know, Justin, you've been a part of those, calling those games. I mean, the Illinois States, the North Dakota States, New Hampshire was an extremely strong team. Uh, a lot of those guys that just, just – uh, you know, almost you know, you know the, the term country strong. I mean, they're just big, strong, built dudes. The Midwest body type, uh, Big Ten type football, mm-hmm. right? Um, six six three ten in like twelve percent body and, fat or less. Built, built built like a square. Yeah, I mean, just it, yeah. Those are probably tend to be, and obviously when we play Power Five schools, they just they've got an edge because those those are obviously blessed kids with DNA, right? That's why they're getting recruited where they're at. But right. um, but I'll tell you, we're we're as strong as we've ever been at UCA. Our, our team right now is. Um, we're physically as, as, as big as we've ever been, and I think we're physically as strong in, in, in a lot of areas than we've probably ever been, at least in the Division One era. My screensaver is your 23 schedule, Coach, and uh, it is a good one. I mean, and we've been talking about your team, and we've seen this with other programs over the last few years. you got a really, really, really talented team and a really, really, really challenging schedule. Yeah, it it's kind of comes with the territory. And, and look, I, I, I commend Dr. Teague. He always puts a challenging schedule. I think – uh, as a coach, it's a double-edged sword. You're excited about it, but at the same time, you're like, whew, man, I wish we had four, more breathers, right? But um, but he does a great job. I mean, bottom line, when you can when you can put two playoff teams on your non-conference schedule like North Dakota State, which is obviously a perennial power, but then Southeast Missouri, SEMO, um, get a home-and-home home with them, that's a big deal. So And then and then, and then to get this new conference, the United Athletic Conference, the UAC, uh, the, you know, the conversion of ASUN and WAC is going to be a big deal as well. So, um, but also, you know, we've been to Oklahoma State before. You know, we opened with them uh, the opening weekend of college football, and uh, that's an opportunity that obviously you, you get a chance to play. Uh, you know, a Big 12 team that's that's obviously you know had a lot of success in recent years. That's going to be a fun matchup and uh, a good trip for our alum to go, alums and fans to go watch. 
What do you guys, other than working guys out, what are you allowed to do at this time of the year? So we get, we actually do. The NCAA allows you to get a little bit of field time. That you know, that's that's changed over the recent years. Um, we get a couple hours a week where we can actually get on the field and as coaches and work with our players. We don't have a ball involved, but uh, but it allows us to get through some walkthroughs and do some individual work. Um, so we spend uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays in the afternoon with our guys on the on the stripes, um, you know, putting them through some drills and some different things. So uh, you kind of get a head start. You know, fall camp isn't what it used to be. You know, used to you'd show up in August and. It was the first time a lot of a lot of your freshmen were meeting their teammates, and you were kind of getting to know your 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 players and what you were about. I mean, you know that was June fifth for us. You know our fret. You know we we've got one hundred percent attendance right now. Every one of our freshmen are enrolled and in class, uh, along with all of our returners. And like you said, we've got a ton of experience back. I mean. There's not going to be many schools, at least at our level, probably across the country with the way the transfer portal is, where 95% of your production is back. Yeah. 95% of our offense, defense, and special teams production is back, and that's that's uh, that's unheard of. Well, yeah, I was going to say the portal was really good to you guys because not only did you not lose some of your high-profile guys that I'm sure were being courted by other schools. It happens. All, all legally, I'm sure, you know, in the, in the right channels. Um, but you also brought in a huge addition, and it's an Arkansas native. Yeah, so <laughs> – it's funny because we've, you know, probably two of the best running backs in the league are sitting on our roster right now, and Darius Hill, who's a two-time All-American, and Kylan James, who had 1,400 yards of total offense last year uh, from Dumas, Arkansas. So uh, to get to bring in Shunderick Powell, originally from Hoxie, um, was the offensive player of the year in the A-Sun at North Alabama, um, is a big deal. But he is a different type back. You know, Darius and Kylan are – they're big dudes. You've been around them. I mean, they're, those guys' legs are – I mean, you've seen some of the film. I mean, videos that Coach Fodio posts. I mean, those guys are – 700 pound squatters i mean they can run they're both four six four five high four five speed guys i mean they're really they're both potential to make money one day if they keep trajecting the right way well you bring in shunderick powell who's more of a five foot eight 175 but he's a four four kid i mean really run but he runs with a lot of power runs with great pad level so i think it's a great compliment uh probably wouldn't have brought him in if he was another big back just another you know, same size type person or same style. He's a different style. He's a guy. He's a home run hitter. He's a guy that um, that that's going to allow us to be creative, and, and are, it's going to be fun. Are y'all going to the wishbone? <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked that, and and so uh, you know, not to, not to tip any hands and knock on wood, but we uh, we're definitely going to be creative. I mean, we're going to have that's three of our best players on our team. In, in, in one room, and so we've got to get him on the field at the same time. Yeah, well, Kylan played, obviously, outside the backfield quite a bit yep. last year as a receiver, and he was phenomenal catching the ball or running it. So he's a, he's a very versatile guy, and Powell, I'm assuming, the same. And yep. I haven't seen Darius catch it a whole bunch, but he's uh, awfully good at what he does. We just like handing Darius the ball. Yeah, he's real good <laughs> at that. Let's talk about this new new, new league, Coach. And, and, again, we've seen it all across the board in college football. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, but, I mean, we're, we're seeing a, a big, I guess, sort of push – towards bigger conferences and a, a conglomeration. Obviously, we don't think that the movement from these schools is over yeah. yet. Um, but the, U, the United Athletic Conference with, as you mentioned, the WAC and the A-Sun coming together, what does that do for you guys in the landscape of, of the FCS for the for the time being? Well, I think it, it solidifies where we're at. One, um, you know, with the A-Sun, it was obviously – you know, a good a good landing point to getting out of the Southland, um, and obviously had a good uh, a good idea in, in, in putting together a football only or excuse me a football playing conference. Uh, but this, when you look at these schools that are a part of the UAC, um, what gets you excited is they're they're established schools. I mean, you're talking about the the A Sun members that are still in the in the uh, in in the conference with Eastern Kentucky, Austin P, uh, North Alabama. 
you know, uh, who, who uh, there may be another one I'm missing, but they, but they're all, they're all established universities, established athletic programs. And then you had those whack schools, Stephen F. Austin, we played them for years. Abilene Christian, we played them for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just, there's just a lot of, lot of pluses. You got the two Utah schools. So, um, it's it's all the trickle effect. It all starts at the power five level, goes to the group of five level, and trickles to us. I think I still think college sports and college football, at least, is is trending to the direction where FCS football is going to going to become a mute point. I think it's going to turn into, in my opinion, from what I understand, the way things are working. You can either afford to be a Division one program or you can afford to be a D two program, and I think that's what it's going to trend to. I really do. Um, we're lucky at UCA to have such great leadership that are proactive. Right? You know this is mm-hmm. President Davis and Dr. Teague are. Uh, they're 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 as good as there is at this level um, as far as athletic director and president combination, um, and they've they've got a vision and and the, the vision is is obviously been uh, has been has been altered a little bit because of just the way the landscape of college athletics is and so I think money money dictates a lot and so we're just trying to fall where we're going to fall and I think have success. Um, it, it, one thing I do know UCA football and I, I could probably speak for ath- the the athletic department as a whole has has always had success and, and i don't have any doubt that that's going to continue with this what's the latest on the move to fbs or is there still conversation about this league becoming an fbs program or a league at some point yeah i think that's still i think that's still in conversation i think that's still a goal of theirs now there's obviously hoops they have to jump through and um you know speaking with dr teague and just some of the things that he's filled me in on i mean that's obviously something that um that is that is out there i think there's a desire to do that i think there's a lot of benefits to that when it's all said and done not only financially but resources facilities uh you know uh, tv money i mean there's just a lot of things that come with making that jump i mean you're talking about going from a game uh at oklahoma state worth a guaranteed game where you where for us it's a five hundred six hundred thousand dollar game for us right now you know, two years from now, if we're an FBS program, that's a $1.6 or a $1.8 million game. I mean, there's a huge difference there, mm-hmm. so that's a big deal. And in the future, when you expand to 12 playoff teams, yep. and then some leagues, maybe the SEC, go to nine, you're talking about less non-conference games. They may not want to schedule FCS teams in the future. It's going to be less and less. I think you're right, Wes. I think that, that that's hitting the nail on the head. So you may, in our case, it'd be a situation where you may have to play two group of five games now. I don't know. You know, yeah. that, so you're exactly right. I mean, the SEC is not going to waste one of their two non-conference games on a, you know, a lower level opponent. It just doesn't. It, it won't gain them anything. So um, I think there's again. I think over the next five. I don't think we're done with this. I think that over the next five years. Uh, especially the next decade, 10 years, I mean, college landscape is going to look so different. I mean, it's, it already is. Now, talking to Nathan Brown, head coach at Central Arkansas for football, we're going to get Anthony Boone on here a little bit later. We're here at Bell and Sward in Conway, and we're talking about Father's Day and gift ideas, and I'm sure that uh, Jessica's done some shopping for you in here over the years. I've seen you in here, mm-hmm. you know, getting yourself something over the years. But um, let's talk about Father's Day and the balance of, of being a Division One coach versus, you know, spending time with your family. I think you've done a phenomenal job. And for football coaches especially, I think they get – pegged as guys who in a lot of cases don't do a great job of balancing the home and work life uh i think you do a phenomenal job and you make it so your staff can do the same um just kind of give me your thoughts on how you've been able to achieve that and and why that's so important to you i guess uh you got a couple of real busy kids but you're an awfully busy guy too well you know i'm in a unique spot and so you know for years and years you know being a head college football coach a lot of times and, and this is no knock on on age, but you, you would usually you, you didn't get your head football coaching shot till you were in your 
mid forties, early fifties. I mean, just look at the look at look at years ago how many coaches there were that weren't that young. I mean, you had the you had the outliers. Well, it's become a young man's game. So what 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 happens with a young man's game? Well, you're going to have young children, right? So yeah. um, I'm I'm a big believer that that if you know one of the greatest benefits to being able to run a program is have my children around these guys i mean these are guys with different backgrounds these are guys with different uh you know views on life they 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 deal with adversity they get to see they get to see them the way they work and their work ethic and then and then just being able to to influence those guys and show them what a dad's supposed to look like i mean to me i'm the bridge to their family so so a a lot of these guys even if they do have a dad or a grandpa at home uh i'm the father figure in their life so i want to make sure that they see me treat riley and luke right Make sure I treat Jessica right and have them around. And then same thing for my assistant coaches. If I don't, if I don't give my assistant coaches an avenue to uh, to have a family atmosphere, I'm not going to get the most out of them. And that's just the truth. And so I want them to have a, a holistic life and approach in life to where they can feel comfortable with their kids being up at the office and, and being around the game. And there's nothing more fun than watching dads throw their ball with their kid before a game. I mean, I think that's so cool whenever a kid can ride the bus or be a part of the locker room and just witness some of the things that they get to see. Um, now. Luke's a cultured kid at this point, right? Yeah. Nine-year-old, he knows a lot more than what most nine-year-olds probably should know. But but <laughs> but but I think it's a good thing because yeah. I, because he's around great kids and and uh, it's fun, man, and uh, and I enjoy it. We're watching highlights here of the uh, NFL here, and I guess they're talking about San Francisco situation. Your boy has finally called it quits, and we assume it's permanent. At least he keeps <laughs> saying it is. Big Tom Brady fan over here. So who do you watch now? Who do you who do you try to get things from in the uh, NFL at the quarterback position now that Tom's done? Did you see TB hit that uh, drone the other day? I sure did. That was yeah, pretty nice. Yeah. Still got it. I'm now sure. I was a little disappointed. You they, done that. they were talking about how great it was, but the drone wasn't moving. Like yeah. move the drone and see if you can hit a moving target. Yeah, I wish we know he could. But yeah. uh, no, obviously, obviously it's been a been a rough rough off season for me without Tom Brady knowing he's going to come back. You know, so that's that's been tough, but. I'll tell you what, the state of the NFL is in, is in great shape as far as the position of quarterback. Man, you talk about maybe an all-time high with just, I mean, I think the parity in it, I think obviously Mahomes has separated himself a little bit, but uh, you look at what Josh Allen does, you look at Joe, I, I mean, I think Joe Burrow's the next one. I think he's got the moxie, I think he's obviously got the talent. He's probably probably physically more gifted than even Tom Brady was. Um, but you just see some of the some of the young talent, and even if you can go down to to Trevor Lawrence and some of those guys, and even this new crop of guys that are coming in. I mean, it's just really good, and I think it starts with high school ball and works its way to college, and then obviously the NFL is reaping the the benefits of you know great coaching throughout throughout their careers. So um, it's just it's, it's it's fun to watch. I'm probably going to I don't necessarily root for a team. I'm more of a guy, you know. I'm more of a player root guy, you mm-hmm. know. So. Um, you know, I enjoy I enjoy watching watching kind of the underdog stories. You know, I, I, Tom Brady's six round draft pick. Now he didn't turn into he turned into something special, but uh, you know, watching watching someone like uh, you know just saw him up there, the Purdy kid. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, see what that kid did and a short amount of time at San Francisco, and obviously he'll be battling with Trey Lance right now. I mean, there's just it's a fun time to be a, be an NFL fan and and uh, watch these guys you know really go to work on Sundays. No question. You um, talked about the the quarterbacks and all the work they're getting in the summer and the seven on sevens. How different is a quarterback you're recruiting today out of high school compared to the you when you were coming out of high school? It's not even close. I barely knew what a coverage was. Now I was fortunate enough to play for a great high school head coach who who uh, who was a little ahead of his times and Jeff Holt. You know we were throwing the ball all around the yard and and putting up a lot of a lot of points and yardage as far as passing goes. Um, but but man, it's so different. I mean, these guys are taught so well, and they're so taught at a young age. I mean, you're seeing even here in, in the community of Conway, the Conway School District. I mean, they 
these guys will be in quarterback camp from seventh grade on up. I mean, two days a week, getting extra work in, working their offense. I mean, it's 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 neat to watch and and what it what it what it has done is it's created better quarterback play. I mean, it, it's bottom line. And and so uh, we're recruiting some kids every year that that are, that knowledge wise are so ahead of the curve. I mean, they they come in and. Uh, and and they know what you're talking about. I mean, you can get them on the board, and they they can they can talk to you like a coach, and that's that's fun. That's that that's fun to coach. You know, when you're having to start from ground zero, uh, usually that's why you got to develop you know develop a quarterback three, four, five years. Well, you're seeing a lot more quarterbacks come in and play early because they're developed at such a young age. Talking to Nathan Brown, if you're just tuning in, going to have to let him go here in a second. Uh, what about camps? You guys have camps going on this summer? We do, we do. So we had a big all Arkansas camp a couple weekends ago. It was it was huge. Had almost 600 kids there. Uh, just I think just about every every school in the state, including Arkansas and Arkansas State, were represented there um, here on the stripes. Uh, we had a youth camp following week after that. We will have three camps in late July, um, one day combine camps for for uh, for uh, you know ninth through twelfth graders prospects that are that are trying to get better or trying to be seen. There will also be other schools at that, some Division two programs within the state. So uh, obviously, summertime's a time to, to 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 be evaluated and be seen and. Uh, you know, we believe in this state, especially the state of Arkansas, with as many universities you, as we have, you know, from all levels, from FBS all the way down to Division Three. Uh, if you want to play college football, you can probably play college football. And there's just so many opportunities in the state. It's very unique. Sorry I missed my opportunity. Uh, have you thought about the addition of Buck James to Conway, what that great. could do for maybe you? I mean, Conway's yeah. had some great coaches, and you've got yeah. some Conway kids, but you've got a couple Bryant kids, and now <laughs> – if he's able to produce like that in your backyard. Bryant's been such a great pipeline for us. Matter of fact, we'll have three, maybe four starters that are from Bryant. And so, um, and, and, and we got another couple that'll be, that'll be reserve guys. But, uh, Coach James has obviously got a track record of winning. Uh, he's a huge addition. Uh, matter of fact, I texted Coach Ash, Coach Ashcraft, the athletic director here now. I said, man, just unbelievable hire, excited about it. Um, just, you know, what he's done is just amazing. He's a work ethic guy. He's an old school guy. Uh, he's a no nonsense guy. Um, you know, and Coach Fimple did a great job here. Coach Fimple, you know, took Conway, I think, to four straight semifinals and, and, and really got him, got him going after, after he took over Coach Ashcraft when he took the athletic director role. Uh, but Conway's going to be in great hands with Coach Buck James and, uh, he's going to work them boys. He already is. You, you, if, you, if you talk to some of them, I mean, they, they, they're, they're working hard, but, um, I think it's an exciting time to be in the community of Conway. It just, just, you know, what we've got coming back at UCA, obviously Hendricks football and what they do. Uh, Coach Buck does a great job over there. And then obviously what, what Conway and Conway Christian have been, been able to do over the la- last few years. So, uh, you know, you want to talk about, you know, a, a good place to be for the next couple of years when it comes to, comes to football. It's in the community of Conway. Got to hit a break, Coach. But uh, as far as the camp info, is that on the, the website? or Yeah, you, UCABearsFootball.com. UCABearsFootball.com, and that's okay. where all of our camp football uh, information will be. You can sign up online. UCABearsFootball.com? Yep. Got it. Pretty simple. That really is. Even for a simpleton like me, I got that. 